Hi, and welcome to Gays with Kids, the podcast. I'm Britt Smith, writer and assistant editor at gayswithkids.com. You can also check us out on social media at gays underscore with underscore kids. This episode, we're checking back in with Mario and Monty Foreman Powell, who have just become first time dads. Mario and Monty are a military couple in Nebraska who first caught our eye when they appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show in March 2021, where they were raising awareness about the barriers they and other gay men have faced in affording surrogacy. If you haven't already heard the first two parts of Mario and Monty's story, you can go back and listen to those episodes about their journey to parenthood in our first two podcast seasons. For those who haven't heard it yet, the husbands told us how they met at church and had to date in secret for a long time before bravely coming out to their families and getting married. Eight years after those dark days of hiding their love, Mario and Monty decided to start a family of their own. But of course, for gay men, becoming parents through IVF or adoption can be quite a costly endeavor. So they held fundraisers, including appearing on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, applied for grants, and they were eventually connected with their friend's cousin, Ariel, who offered to be their altruistic surrogate and egg donor. Finally, the dads-to-be were ready to have a baby, except there was still this massive price tag of the process of IVF. Thankfully, Mario and Monty found this amazing company called Mosey Baby, which makes easy-to-use at-home surrogacy kits for those who want to become parents, but for whom conception via intercourse is simply not an option. And it worked. The first time. More on Mosey Baby in just a minute. Luckily, the dads just put baby Morela down for a nap, so we'll be back after a quick break to find out all about their first few months of fatherhood. The Mosey Baby Kit for at-home insemination includes everything gay parents-to-be need to get started on their at-home insemination journey. Mosey Baby is clinically proven to be as effective as both IUI and timed intercourse for conception, making Mosey Baby your first stop when you want to start a family and need a little help. Compatible with both fresh and frozen sperm, each Mosey Baby kit includes two patented insemination syringes, a collection cup, and easy-to-follow instructions to ensure you make the most of each try. Mosey Baby has helped thousands of LGBTQ couples and singles form their families without the major expenses of other surrogacy options. You can find out more at moseybaby.com and find them on social media at moseybaby. That's M-O-S-I-E-B-A-B-Y. Now, I've got a few picky eaters in my life, and I'm happy to say that I have finally found a baby and kid food company that is healthy, tasty, easy to make, and super affordable. Little Spoon makes fresh, non-GMO and organic baby, toddler, and kid food using absolutely nothing artificial. It's like it's all homemade, all delivered to your door in a cooler box, so you can just pop the meals in the fridge or the freezer and heat them up whenever your little ones are ready to eat. All of Little Spoon's recipes taste absolutely delicious and they're nutritionally balanced and free of junk. Eight-month-old Logan absolutely loved Little Spoon's baby food blend, especially the guava and the butternut squash. And six-year-old Lucy, who basically only eats chicken nuggets, actually asked for more of Little Spoon's quinoa and black beans and she loved the breakfast sausages with mini pancakes. With kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, trying Little Spoon is easy. And Gays With Kids listeners can get 50% off their first order. Head on over to littlespoon.com and use the code GWK50. That's littlespoon.com. 
and use the code GWK50 at checkout. And now let's see how Mario and Monty have been handling the first few months of fatherhood. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? We are very well. Awesome. Very well. So this is our first time talking with you guys as dads. Oh my gosh, you serious? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> how was the birth? Let's start there. How was how was Morela's birth? Going all the way back there. Wow. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Like so long ago. Yeah, the birth was amazing. I mean, the process in itself was just crazy. Um, Ariel, her husband, was in the room. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we were there at 7 o'clock in the morning. And you know, she was just chilling. And then all of us decided to, you know, me, Monty, and her husband, uh, we would go downstairs, get breakfast, come back up, nothing's happening. And then went down to go lunch, to get lunch, came back up, nothing was happening. <laughs> and so it was crazy. Like the Dodgers said, hey, well, let's give you a, a peanut butter ball which is, I guess, the bouncy ball you put in between your legs or something like that. Okay. And at that time, she, was, she went from like two to four uh, centimeters dilated. And so then once the ball, once she did the ball for like five minutes, it was like, um, I think I got to push. <laughs> we were like, what? Yeah. That like, helped induce? Like that. And yeah. wow. once that happened, she's like, I think I have to push. And, then, and the dog's like, wait, don't push yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was the repositioning that changed it. And so yeah, uh, we didn't think that the doctor was going to make it because um, it was so quick. But luckily, wow. the doctor happened to be next door. Just had just finished delivering a baby. Yeah, And so it was just amazing um, being a part of the entire process because we know some, you know, gay parents like us, they don't, they're not there for the birth of their kids or they're not necessarily in the room, especially with COVID and everything happening. Right. We were able to be about it, the whole thing. We were able to record it, which was amazing. They made an exception. Um, we had to sign this whole thing, and they heard about our story, and they were like, oh, you know, they gave us permission to record. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. So you have uh, you have memories of it. Absolutely. You know, and then, and one, of the, one of the things that was extreme highlight was uh, just the, the staff, um, our nurse in general, she was amazing. She mm-hmm. was, she, that was like an, an awesome top five customer mm-hmm. service. If you want to say that <laughs> type of deal. Um, it, it was, it was phenomenal. Just building that relationship with them as well. Mm-hmm. Was, was it something that they'd seen before gay family coming in with no. a surrogate? No, no, we were the first family that they have seen. Um, obviously we live in Nebraska, so it's very conservative. Not to say that, we're obviously not the only gay couple with kids here, but it's not a common thing the way that we did it. Mm. And so we had to go through a whole procedure before we even went there because uh, we had to like call the hospital, say, hey, are both fathers allowed in the room? Because, mm. you know, again, like I said, the whole COVID thing and then the restrictions. And originally they said, no, only one of us are going to be able to be in there. We're like, well, we're both, we're both the, the, the fathers of the child. Like, um, and they were like, okay, let's make it except, you know, let's talk to this, the manager, uh, top nurse or doctor. We'll do the whole thing. And we also wanted to make sure that her husband was in there to support her. Right. Um, and so they, the uh, supervisor that I talked to, she was like, you know, I've been following you all's story since the Ellen show. <laughs> and we will make whatever we need to happen, happen. And, um, and they made it happen. And we were all four were in the room together. And... It was just an amazing experience. It, it just from 
we were teaching them things. They were learning stuff from us, but we were also learning stuff from them. And so um, I think it was it was like a trend-setting moment for those yeah. that come after us. Yeah, definitely. You guys have opened up some barriers now. You know, this is like normalizing the way that queer families form. Yeah. And especially in, in states like Nebraska, where it's less common. If any, what kind of insurance issues did you guys face? Was well, there a coverage? For me, I have TRICARE for the military. But mm-hmm. her insurance was able to pretty much cover a lot, right? Right. So the way that the insurance work, it was so complicated. So obviously we have um, a military insurance and they did not cover, they don't cover anything with us because we're too, they only co- they, they only would have covered it if, if our surrogate was like a dependent. And so mm. for, that's a, that's the issue that we've had um, struggled with as a, as a gay male couple because a lesbian couple would have been covered 100% through the insurance, military insurance wow. versus two men were not covered because they only cover the person that's carrying. And mm-hmm. the person that's carrying has to be like somewhat of the dependent, which obviously in our case, she's not. And so, mm-hmm. and neither of us can carry. So therefore we can't prove, you have to prove that you have infertility or like can't have a baby, which obviously, how do we prove that? Because it's like... Doesn't that come with the territory of being a gay couple? Yes. And so, <laughs> so anyways, so they, her, she had insurance, but even with insurance, they only, they, they covered like a portion of it. So like, I think they covered like a third of it and we had to cover everything um, above that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I would tell people, um, and people ask all the time, it having a great insurance policy makes a huge difference, which we'll, you know, that's something we're going to note for, you know, later on, um, Mm. you know, the next route, because if you don't, you could be paying even more on top of just regular surrogacy cost, Mm. which is kind of what, I mean, we could have been paying more, but we ended up paying a, a little bit less than because she had insurance, but still, even with insurance, it was astronomically expensive. Wow. And and what were you saying about the birth certificate? Were you guys both able to get your names on? Uh, yeah, so Nebraska is very, uh, again, just a lot of stuff we have to deal with being in Nebraska. So Nebraska, the rule is, and the law is, first we had to decide who we were going to, we had to put on the birth certificate because mm-hmm. both of us couldn't be on the birth certificate. Hmm. Um, so I wrote my name down and then Ariel wrote her name down. Um and now what's what's coming to the point of is we have to, in order for Monty even to be considered as a guardian, mm-hmm. he has to actually adopt her. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. Um, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of red tape. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we were in like San Francisco or, or probably even Hawaii or something like there's some other states, it doesn't matter. It says parent one, parent two. Yep. And mm. you both can put your name on it. Yeah. But for here... And also the thing is that two women, they can put their yep. both names on the mm-hmm. the, um, the birth certificate, mm-hmm. but two men two men can't. Yeah, it's very is yeah, it's insane. Yeah, there are some states that have some uh, some catching up to do, I guess, um, with how the world is already working. Let's talk about the the first time you held her because you were there for the birth. Um, uh, <laughs> we were obviously the first, so they we captured that the nurses covered. You know, of course, they recorded for us. And it was just like, it was so surreal. It felt like, um, like being in a dream, 
it was kind of like foggy. It was like, is this real? Is this really happening? When we first heard her cry, because yeah. she came out crying. So, yelling. I mean, <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, like, her cry. This is like, oh, like we're going to be trusted to like take care of this sweet, innocent yeah. thing. And like, <laughs> you know, it's real now. So it was just very unreal. It was, it was just a, like a still moment. Yeah. I think uh, once she came out, they get put her on the little light, the light machine, whatever you call it. And I was just staring at her and I was like, I was crying and I didn't know what to really do or feel. I was just so just zoned in. And I think <laughs> Monty said that I was starting to get really protective, like immediately. I uh, was like, I've never seen this side of you. I was like, nah, <laughs> don't, don't look like that. <laughs> Even still this day, I'm, ex- I'm exactly the same. I'm oh, very, the instincts kicked in quickly. Who's around her and all oh. that jazz. So just that first moment, just seeing her laying there with the, the lights and stuff on her was just, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Let's talk about the first few days of parenthood. So she was yes. able to come home quickly yeah. and she was healthy yeah, and she, happy. We, yeah. we were two full days and then we like, we got to go home that next afternoon. Yeah. Right. Like, even when I'm just thinking about it now, um, thankfully, you know, the Air Force gave me like 60 something days of, of leave. Uh, so that sleep thing was was very important. <laughs> but the we were, we were kind of going off and on to sleep in the hospital. So that in itself, like thinking back on it, I don't remember mm-hmm. half the stuff that <laughs> took place. Um, but I think after... You know, we started getting stuff situated, what we thought the mm-hmm. house would be good for and we're organized and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, obviously, we had a lot of people saying, are you guys going to be getting sleep and whatnot? The second, I think after the second week, she started sleeping mm-hmm. hardcore. Mm-hmm. People were like, well, are you, are you, uh, are you, are you guys, are you guys aren't getting any sleep, are you? And I was like, actually, uh, we are. Yeah. We got like eight hours, nine hours of sleep and whatnot. It was, it was insane. <laughs> wow. You're lucky. I have not heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and a lot of people say that to us. They're like, prepare to lose out on sleep. I'm like, um, no, we have a sleeper. Henceforth, she's sleeping right now. Right. After she just yeah. slept eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So. So the first two weeks, it was, you know, took some adjustment, you know, she's waking up every three or four hours, you know, Mar and I were pretty good with rotating our schedules, you know, like, or times, like if whoever goes first goes, you know, the then the next person goes next. And so I think it helps having a two parent household in that manner. I know some people are single fathers, single mothers, whatever, mm-hmm. but um, for us, it worked out because we both were on um, paternity leave. So... Yeah, it, it, it was very, it, it took some adjustment. Um, it was just still like, again, it felt like unreal. It's like very quiet, very like smooth, very like, okay, there's no noise. Like in, in the world, it's like everything is just like, it's like you're doing that, like right. put your hands over your your ears and like you're watching everything before you. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of surreal for the first yeah. few days. And <laughs> this is a, a major yeah, new chapter in your life and you just like, look at each other like hey guess we live together now right new roommate yes <laughs> um, uh how about feeding how has feeding been for the first few months now she's three months old right yeah, yes um feeding was good in the beginning it was a uh, ariel was doing um breastfeeding uh we had our first appointment with the uh, pediatrician yeah they're like yeah so if you want to 
know, it'll help her one get more sleep. You can start adding formula at nighttime that way because it takes longer for it to di digest. And um, that was fun because I guess her stomach was getting situated to that. And there's one specific night Monty picked her up and she just let go everywhere. <laughs> oh, the joys of parenthood. Yeah. Yes. yes. And so, um, so we, we did the breastfeeding, we did the we went back and forth with the formal. Mm -hmm. She's not able to breastfeed as much or not any much anymore because there isn't like, uh, she's not with Morela at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I learned was that once the baby cries, I guess that releases a chemical or something in, yeah yeah i had no idea about that and so she wasn't pumping anymore so uh we strictly wanted to um keep her on breast milk as long as we could um, because we know how good it is for them but so we kind of got worried a little bit um when um, air was producing as much and so i i hopped on to uh, a, a site local local like a local site and i just asked like hey um um, one of my friends is a dually and she told me about this uh, page. She was like, go up there and ask, you never know. And I told everybody our situation and within less than an hour, four women reached out to me. It was like, hey, like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm vaccinated. I have my shots. I have all this stuff. I've got paper to prove that I'm healthy. I have extra. I got extra. We would love to give you. And we had literally within, again, within an hour, so we had a deep freezer full, every freezer in our house full of breast milk, still to yeah. this day. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow, what a community came around you. That's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. and we had this one lady who, she is now our our like permanent bre like breast milk donor. So she she donates to us because she over pumps every week. She pumps a lot, and so, um, and she was like, well, I, it's gonna go to waste because her son's latching directly, so she's not really using all the extra right. milk. And so each week she gives us three to four grocery bags full of breast milk. Yes. Holy moly. And right now there's a, a formula shortage going on. So that's like gold. Yes. Right. Which is a huge blessing to us right now because we don't have, we're not necessarily struggling with that. And we know how a lot of people are struggling, but at, at one point in time, we were a part of that um, yeah. because we, we, when we were, when we met more to um, the, formula because we didn't have breast milk we got worried because we couldn't find the milk that she was that she was good with because one milk she couldn't have it was messing her stomach up mm. so we had to get a gentle ease and then next thing you know every everything was sold from every stock everywhere and it was like mm -hmm. oh what are we gonna do like we're freaking out like how are we gonna feed our daughter and then that's when we got on the page Wow, that's an that's an amazing community. I'm really I'm I'm glad to hear that there's so many people that come around folks when they first start to have kids. And uh, have you had support from friends and family around you as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even me going back to work pretty much full time. Now we get to do some teleworking, but we've had plenty of support from friends, um, you know, family from afar. But you know, they've helped us kind of financially when it comes down to like getting stuff for the baby pampers, you know, all the expensive stuff, Absolutely. you know, because obviously having babies are expensive regardless of how, how established you are, you know? Mm. Um, and so it helps, you know, just a little here and there clothes and, you know, all types of stuff that can save us time and money basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you had any surprises in your first three months as parents that you weren't expecting? Um, yeah, I think the biggest surprise was um, the purple cry. 
Um, that's when babies, it's, it kind of resembles colic when they just cry. You don't know why, but it, it's basically nothing soothes the baby. They're not gassy. They don't, they don't have to poop. They, mm. They're not hungry. They don't want attention. They, you know, don't want to be rocked or anything. And they just cry, 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 cry. Um, but she did that for two days and, um, it was really hard for Mario, um, a lot because he felt helpless and he was already kind of like in shock. Still new, still new to me. Still new to parenting. And this was like week two for us. Um, luckily I had did research mm -hmm. and me being a, a psychology therapist major, um, I learned about this before and I was like, okay. So I kind of, even though I kind of learned about it, it was still, you know, a lot to take in because it's like your sweet, innocent child is like crying and there's nothing you can do but like let them cry for an hour and which is a lot even even for you as i was saying even for me is a little difficult because i know when he went to doing uh stuff for school he'll be gone from like one to eight and so that's me taking care of baby i've never taken care of before and as i said it got overwhelming sometimes and i remember before they we left the hospital they made us watch these um required videos and they said hey if shaking baby syndrome is a thing and if you feel overwhelmed at any point, you know, you've done all you could, just set them down and just walk away for a quick second, gather yourself. And that's something I had to do. And I actually posted it on Facebook. And, I, and she was crying in the back. And I was like, I have no idea what to do. Just give me a quick second. <laughs> because it's a real thing. A lot of people think that they have to come to the rescue every single time. And with that, maybe you couldn't. And you just had to let her do what she did. And... She actually uh, came back around afterwards, and I was like, "Man, mm -hmm. that was that was pretty um, surprising." Yeah. Gosh, it sounds like a, a very stressful situation. Mm. Um, I'm glad that you're speaking about it, though, because there are a lot of parents who have really stressful first few months with their babies, and any advice well, from new dads is always helpful. Um, at Gays with Kids, we've actually started a peer support network for this exact yeah. reason to try and help new new dads who have. Uh, either come through parenthood through surrogacy or adoption or fostering, and they can connect with other dads who have also recently gone through that That's path awesome. for this exact reason. Like there are some surprises you just don't really expect. There are some things that you don't know are going to happen. And it's just, just nice to have that support. Yeah, I do. I do want to say too, um, just even regards to that, everybody has people that they reach out to them unsolicitedly. <laughs> and and one thing we, we've run into, especially, you know, being on a somewhat of a platform, uh, people are always, especially if we're on TikTok or whatever, make sure you don't hold the baby like this. Make sure you do this. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, we didn't ask you for your advice. <laughs> yeah. We really appreciate it. But, uh, and, and it got, and I don't want people to, this is what they said would work. Well, they're right. like, it should work for me. That's mm -hmm. not, that's definitely not the case. Yeah. Because, our baby is everybody's baby is completely different. Yep, and they won't react the same way that you yeah. did, Miss Susie, whatever, back in the day, because mm -hmm. it's just not like that anymore. So, mm -hmm. just to piggyback off what Mario was saying, like you're gonna for any fathers, any parents that out there listening, you're going to get unsolicited advice from those who, and and for the most part, most people mean well. Yeah, but I, one thing is like. You you ne like sometimes it gets so annoying that you just like want to like sometimes snap and that's just the truth. It's like oh my gosh! Like if one person if one more t person tells me to put socks on my baby, I'm gonna go insane. You like you know it's so you, you, that's a you know you get these comment unsolicited advice. It's like well 
I would tell people, because that's not something I, that we were prepared for. It's like, we knew that people were going to like kind of challenge us because we're two males having a, a, a baby. We right. knew that. But like, the, Especially a female baby. Right, a little girl at that. Like, oh, you don't know, you know, you need to do this and do that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I would say, you know, prepare for any of that, like unsolicited advice. And even your own family. Even your own family. <laughs> seriously, parents. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I know it it, 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 it can be hard because you can, it can be overwhelming trying to take care of your child and you have people, like, telling you what you should be doing, what you must be doing mm -hmm. versus, like, how you said, you know, like, hey, have you tried or have you considered versus like that baby's crying, you need to be doing that. And then you try to do that thing and it doesn't work. And then you get more frustrated because you're like, well, you just told me I had to do this and I did it and it's not working. And now, you you know, it, it can make you not want to hear from people again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Take it. Take it all with a, a pinch of salt, I guess. Right. People mean well, but they don't know everything about your baby. Let's talk about self-care. It sounds like there's a lot that happens in the first three months of parenthood. Um, how have you guys been taking care of yourselves? That's a really cool question because um, one of my best friends, they had a baby and we we go out and talk and you know, have a beer or whatever. And there's a lot of stuff that you definitely want to make sure you're always communicating, you know, always communicating. Um, even when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to, because obviously like the lack of sleep, especially with my, my trauma, like the lack of sleep, it, it it affected my mental health. And so I wasn't really sexually there, you know, and I thought something was wrong. I was like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with me? And, you know, communicating with that uh, to Monty. And, mm -hmm. But I, I feel like we do a good job uh, being together as much as we can. Have you been on a date yet since you've had her? <laughs> Mm, um, not really not like no by ourselves no yeah but we i mean so i think we have a good balance where because i'm more of a homebody and so when mario wants to go out with his friends he can do that and i'm okay with that like i don't feel like oh you know you're out with the boys and i'm here at home with the baby like i actually enjoy being like sometimes by myself i'm that's my introvertness coming in but so for us, honestly, life hasn't changed much. Our social life, the only right. difference is sometimes you have to consider like, okay, how long can we stay? Is it safe to bring our daughter here? Or, you know, but usually we end up having, I mean, we're very close with our people that most of them come here where we're already at home in our comfort zone. Right. And we can still play cards, games. Again, we're lucky, we're, we're fortunate. I know not everybody is, but our daughter sleeps through anything. Like, again, I told you she's been asleep the whole time. We went to the movies. You know, we went to the movies. She slept up. throughout the movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, we've gone to the movies twice. So to us, that's self-care. Mm -hmm. We go on nice walks. Um, we're very active with our surrogate. She's our friend. So, um, you know, she comes through. She helps us out sometimes. If if we ask her to watch our daughter, she would. Yeah. Um, and again, that's that's where we differ from so many other people because we're very close with our surrogate, and and it's not like oh, it's somebody we don't don't know, and like no, you can't touch my baby. Yeah, right. And speaking of your surrogate, um, this is sometimes a topic that can be a little difficult for some gay dads. It was recently Mother's Day. How did you guys celebrate? Did you celebrate? How do you handle that? I um, so again because we're so close to our surrogate. I made her a nice cake, one of her favorite cakes that she likes. And that's what I do to like 
show my love. I bake for people. I, you know, I'm, I'm a gifter and stuff like that. So um, I made a special tribute to her um, on my TikTok. I did a video with um, pictures of us together yeah. and I shared our love for her to the world. And so um, pretty much dedicated that, that moment to her because she deserves that. And yeah. even though she's not like the, the reigning claiming mother of our child, but she's still the biological mother of our child. I think uh, for me, <laughs> they have that church a couple of times. Uh, it's like, so, and they, they're, they're really just trying to ask like, Hey, so do we say happy mother's day to you guys? Mm -hmm. No, you're fine. Yes. We're, we're fathers. We're two, yes. two guys raising a baby. It's, 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 cool. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, mother's day for us, it was, you know, we, we, we honored the, the mother of our daughter. I mean, we're, we're realistic. We're realistic with it. And we know that one day she's going to know that it's her biological mother. and We won't keep that from her. Right. right. And you've got, you've got your first father's day coming up pretty soon. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are you, do you have plans to celebrate? I think we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be cool. Have you guys, um, introduced Morela to the rest of Ariel's family yet? I know she has some kiddos of her own. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the kids love her. Mm -hmm. Uh, they hold her all the time as well. Whenever we go to the cousin's dinner or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, her mom actually met her, uh, Mirela for the first time as well. So mm -hmm. that, that was really cool. So majority, yeah, cousins, all her cousins, they know about her, held her and whatnot. They all, they all take yeah. their time. So yeah, they, they, they know, they know her very well. So to wrap it up, you guys, uh, have been on this, journey to parenthood for well over a year now and when I first got in touch with you it was after I'd seen you on the Ellen DeGeneres show and you guys had written in to tell Ellen just about your desires to to start a family how do you think other folks who are trying to start their own families who are facing the similar situation to yours you know financial issues we're in a state that's not incredibly supportive short of going on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which I'm pretty sure is about to end. <laughs> do you have any advice for other dads who are in your similar situation and are hoping to go through this at home surrogacy process like you guys did with Mosey baby? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, and we get this question all the time from our followers, fans, supporters, or those other, you know, gay fathers that we may have met along the way. And I always tell people, I mean, every state's different. So know your state laws and everything. And, Again, because that, as we told you earlier, we found out a surprise later on that we had to adopt our daughter, which is something we didn't technically plan for. We thought surrogacy was a thing. We're going to be doing our thing. But then we had this unexpected, like, cost associated with our adoption, which we weren't, we weren't set for. So I would tell people, um, kind of get to know where you're going to be, at least where the birth of that child is going to be. So you don't run into these surprise issues. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I know that was a big thing for for me, at least um, for us. Um, it was hard to like open up and ask for help because it was like, you know, you didn't want to be judged for like, you know, asking people for help because, you know, or you we don't want to feel like, well, mm -hmm. you know, well, you should be able to do this on your own if you want this. So it was a it was a huge struggle. But um, after talking to my mother and her giving me advice, we opened up and asked for help and we received help from our followers, supporters. We started a GoFundMe account. We started doing fundraisers. 
So if you're worried about the finances, there's ways to do it. There's grant programs. Of course, it kind of be, it can be hard. You know, we, we faced our battles there. Of course, we got lucky with Ellen to help us with that. You put a dent in it, but um, there are ways out there. Um, you know, there's so many programs that can help you get connected to the right people. So I don't, I don't want to repeat anything Monty said because everything is pretty much true. But communication, I think, is extremely extremely important i mean that's just a, a foundational thing anyway um especially when it comes to talking to other people about your process and whatnot mm-hmm. making sure you both are on the same page so one is not saying something that the other one like wait wait what so i i really think that is a an important important aspect and finally before i let you guys go i heard a little rumor that you were thinking about baby number two is that true <laughs> communication <laughs> Yeah, it's it's on the table for sure. Right now, you know, we're getting ready to PCS um, overseas, and so definitely getting settled and whatnot. And oh, you're getting sent overseas? Yes, man. Hawaii to Hawaii. So uh, the military calls that overseas. We say we're, we're still United States. <laughs> well, but it's overseas. But, but it's overseas, right? But yeah, the same surrogate. Yep. Yes. She, she would have like a mini vacation slash, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Well, hopefully we can keep up with you guys as Morela grows up and see how you're doing. And if baby number two happens, hopefully we can follow along with that journey as well. So thank you guys so much for sharing your story with us. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for, you know, following our journey and helping us, you know, connect to other people who may be in the same situation. We appreciate you and, and being part of the GWK community. Yes, thank you.